The other problem is that as anyone in uh, Hollywood who's worked with me before would know, I am just a perfectionist. And uh-huh. if there were any jokes or bits that I didn't think landed, whole podcast from the top. So one hour of content re- took about seven or eight hours to record. Um, basically had to speed run it, just perfect run every time. Yeah. And if there was, because, you know, we were all using janky setups, if there was a loose sound, say like a cat in the background or somebody's husband spilled some Cheerios, if that was part of what I considered a good take, it had to happen again. It had to. Oh, no. And between working full-time and being a student full-time at the time, just one thing had to go. And unfortunately, the uh, the clientele of Flower Bakery in Boston needed me more. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um, if I'm, when I'm releasing this episode, if you mess up at all, I'm leaving it all in. Every single bit of it. All of your imperfections will be laid bare for the audience. Shit. I mean, also your cusses. I will not censor them. Fuck. People will know that you're capable of swearing. Shit. Should probably stop. You Can't. should, but you won't. Do they swear in Pokemon? Do they have like uh, in they, universe? They don't. They don't even have fake swears. They don't. I'm they, not realizing that. Do they say darn? Darn. Yeah, they'll say darn. They might say heck. I think that I think there might be a heck in there somewhere. But I don't think they're. But yeah, I'm, maybe. I think that's like the furthest they go. Yeah, I feel like they should have like an in-universe, like overused, like frack or or dank ferric. I think it would be charming if they took Arceus's name in vain. Ooh, because then you could smite them. Yeah, exactly. With you with can, with we can use judgment. Ar- 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 Do you say Arceus or Arceus? I usually say Arceus, but like I have been poisoned by the. Apparently official correct pronunciation at this point. Yeah, I think it's probably Arceus. The problem is in Japanese, which it, it is in Arceus that. in Japanese. That's how that's how they say it. And like the vast majority of the time, they don't bother localizing the legendary names. Why but they? they did it this time just to spite me. You specifically. But the time that they mentioned Arceus on the show House MD, he did say it. Arceus. And who are we to argue with um And who are we Hugh to argue Laurie? with Hugh Laurie? Exactly. I mean, how many Emmys does he have? More than one. More than me. Welcome to Elite Full Restore. It's a Hello. Pokemon podcast that I record when I feel like it sometimes, maybe when there's news, maybe when a friend wants to be on the podcast. My name is Matt, and with me today, I got Kiko. You got Kiko Bell in the house. You got Kiko Bell in the house. Oh, and oh, f- we're, we're, doing, we're doing our drink pops. I got one, too. And a fresh right can here. of Full Restore, which is what I call nice. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Nice. I have a Makes You Pucker Dry Hopped Sour Beer. Well, we can't all be cool. We can't all be. It's cool. It has a skull on the can. Oh, that's how you More know it might kill you. On the can. That's how you know it's poison. Right. As alcohol is, of course, poison. Yes, it is. It's a poison type. So drink. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, this week we I say this week as if like the last time I recorded wasn't like literally last March. That could be a week um, ago. Who, who can on tell? this episode of Elite Full Restore, there has been many, many announcements over the last several months, but we're mostly talking about the most recent one. Mm-hmm. So the uh, the most recent uh, direct that they did to announce Pokemon stuff, which was the day before Pokemon Day, uh, we are receiving a remake of Diamond and Pearl. You could call it that. Yep, you could call it that. Um, it's very funny because, like, in the early part of the series when, like, Sun and Moon... Or sorry, the early part of this podcast when Sun and Moon had just come out, mm-hmm. which is, like, that's how long this podcast has existed despite only having 18 episodes. I mean, that's more than there are... I do have a current better record than Kid Fight, yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> you um, do. it is still in my podcatcher and I will not remove it. I don't know if you can listen to it because a couple months ago I was looking over my budget spreadsheet and I was like, do I really need to be given five bucks to Libsyn just so oh, yeah, my buddy no, Matt if you can are listen paying to them? They do leave the episodes up. Oh, that's so kind of them. Yeah, it's just you are you are essentially paying for um, upload room that you were not using. Well, <laughs> you learn something new every day. I mean, you I'm, learn something new every day. I, I if they do eventually I'll... take them down, I will host them for free. You know this. Oh yeah, right. Um, but essentially, uh, we were uh, we were talking in like about uh, Sun and Moon, and there's like a whole bunch of like oblique references to Sinnoh in that game. Mm. Like, like they introduced uh, like Type Null and Silvely in that game, which are like obvious Arceus references. Yes. And then there was all this stuff about like alternate dimensions with the uh, ultra space that could have easily tied into Distortion World. Yes. And then they just didn't. Nope. And instead we're getting um, something entirely different, but I'll get through the rest of the news first. Yes. Uh, The second thing that was announced was something called Pokemon Legends Arceus, um, which is a more open world style Pokemon game, uh, which is set in the past of Sinnoh. Some people have like estimated that it's like, if we're going like by Japanese historical periods, it's probably around like the Meiji Restoration. Sounds about like, right. I guess sounds about right. Like late 1800s, early 1900s kind of thing. But yes. of course, like Pokemon is not a one to one to the real world, but it just kind of matched the uh, the outfits and the technology of the time. Mm. And then the third thing was just more information about the um, the Pokemon Snap game, which is literally called New Pokemon Snap. Um, because Nintendo has it out for me personally by making all their titles embarrassing and bad. I mean, that is written on the very top of the whiteboard in every meeting. Yeah. I was like, how can we make this title stupid? Above. Like, they're supposed, they're supposed to be like a, a, like there's again, rumors about there being like a new model of the switch that they're supposed to announce this year. And like, I know it's just going to be called like the fucking like new switch XL or some dumb shit like that. Pop off. But uh, yeah, the Pokemon Snap is made by, was it Nam- is it Bandai Namco that's doing this one? I feel like it's Bandai Namco. I feel like whenever Nintendo needs something done to a degree of, uh, a certain degree of quality, but also like they don't want to have their hands on it too much. Yeah, that sounds right. about right. Yeah, yeah, because that's who does Smash Bros with, uh, along with Sakurai, who they have chained in a dungeon at this point. Yes. And it's a nice dungeon, uh, but it is a dungeon. It is a very nice dungeon. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, the Pokemon Snap game actually looks really pretty. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I guess this technically wasn't an announcement, but also, like, I haven't done an episode of this podcast since it has been announced, so... Right. I mean, if you... I don't, I don't want to be... I don't, don't want to be mean, or... You're guy. allowed to be mean. That's, I, that's I what know this podcast I, I is know for. I be am. mean. Let's, let's go. 
Uh, that looks like the best one of the bunch. Oh yeah, out of the three for to sure. Me. To me, um, understanding that I have, you know, despite my best efforts, not been the target audience for these games since I was about ten years old, and uh, yeah, maybe twelve. It's funny because I feel like the uh, the Pokemon Legends game is definitely trying to aim to older fans a little more. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I have, have many thoughts, but I will hold off on unleashing them until, until prompted. Right, <laughs> makes sense. I mean, I guess we'll 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 start with the the Diamond and Pearl in heavy quotes remake. Mm-hmm. So, what was what was your first like thoughts seeing the the trailer for this one? You know, I don't want to be mean. You're, you are encouraged and allowed to be mean. Okay, well, here, well, here's what I mean when I say I don't want to be mean. I have kind of two reactions to every piece of media I encounter. One is my gut reaction, which is, um, you know, I think what most people experience. Like, do right. I like it? Does it look good? Does it please my, my eyes? Does it splash my cerebellum with that front row seat at SeaWorld splash of dopamine? And uh, it didn't. But then I'm always like, well, what do I know? The only video game I've ever tried to make was uh, in WarioWare DIY. And it took me like five hours and it was so painful. It was so painful. And I was just like, this isn't fun. How can anyone do this? <laughs> and then when I went to art school and I tried making my very own cartoons, I was like, this sucks. This sucks so bad. Why does anyone do this? And that just made me really appreciate the experience of if you can, if you can, because I don't want to be you know, a gatekeeper, but if, if, right. I, if I possibly can, I like to try making the thing in the most tiny personal you know, way that I can before I criticize it. So with, yeah. with any video game, I'm of the mind that if I as a um, – consumer you know a passionate consumer but a consumer can't think of something constructive to say i shouldn't say anything but i'm here on this podcast and i'm gonna say that game does look like hot dog water like it does i have grown on it a little bit since i first saw the trailer and my my inkling is like when i first saw the trailer for let's go i thought it looked like kind of tepid as well yeah. But I think, like, when they got the last bit of polish on that, it did look a lot better. Right. But what I think is part of the problem with this one is less the polish and more the specific style they're going for. Yeah. Which is not really something that you could fix with polish. Right. And, um... That said... That ahead. said... I don't necessarily need the game to look amazing. Right. <laughs> because it's like, when you're when you're playing this game on a, on a DS, I generally going to be more biased towards pixel art so like i think the pixels look fine i i did just replay platinum like last year Mm -hmm. and it still looks good but really what i want is like a more mechanically updated pokemon experience Mm. and i'm not necessarily looking for like the -the state-of-the-art graphic look for anything in pokemon right for me with but it really does just kind of look like a mobile game yeah, it looks. My first thought when I saw it was that it looks like one of those ads for a free to play Pokemon, like not even like ripoff, yeah, yeah. like just straight up Pokemon characters 
like an right, right. illegal Pokemon game. And then you open the game, game and it doesn't look anything like Pokemon at all. But right. they're just using Pokemon in their advertisements on Facebook yeah. because that's not illegal for some reason. Right. I mean, Facebook should be illegal at this point, but um, yes. <laughs> different podcast. Um, yeah, it just it the, the style isn't isn't for me and the um, you know, I'm not a cop about polygon counts or textures i think a little bit of stylization goes a long way i'm all for like lo-fi low-poly looking games um right but that's not what they're going for here and it's not it's not a full you know they're they're it is actually interesting to me that they're maintaining like a one-to-one match to the like original games like tile placement um, right because like they they did something very similar with Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, mm-hmm. but they still like clearly updated it to like look like the X and Y graphic system. Yeah, closer like, to the overworld. The overworld still like looked more three D. Yeah, but it was absolutely a one to one tile recreation of Hoenn. Yeah, and um, it just it, it kind of seems. I, I guess like what happened was basically like. Well, first of all, this game is not being dire- uh, done by Game Freak. That's, right. like, that's like that's something we didn't really come with off the fr- off the top. Mm-hmm. I already forget the name of the team that does it. Um, but yeah, me too. Um, their pedigree is like kind of good. Like they worked on Dragon Quest Eleven. Oh, I love that game. Like they 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 do a lot of like supplemental work on mm-hmm. like big RPGs. I think they were involved in one of the Nears. I don't know if it was Automata or not. Mm-hmm. Um. But of course, the most important thing that they worked on is they made the Hatsune Miku Domino's Pizza VR <gasps> application. Scratch everything I said. The game looks great. <laughs> exactly. Looks great. So, like, um, when I when I first saw that it was like a mostly mobile developer that did it, I was like, you could find any number of people and groups of people that would gladly take the contract for a Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it just seemed like a really weird pick. Especially um, like a the remake. Main thing that they'd, the main thing they'd done with Pokemon, uh, they're the ones responsible for the, uh, the design of Pokemon home, which is right. the ludicrously expensive Pokemon storage app. Had that come out when your last episode came out? It had. Okay. But like, you can still talk about it. I, I, I spend way too much money on it every year so yeah i i'm pretty sure i've only paid for it once so far but that's just what i think yeah i already paid for the renewal so it's been out for at least a year um and it's more expensive in canada naturally uh even considering the exchange rate yeah I so mean, that's first of all i'm i mean i I'm am sorry storing i am storing over five thousand pokemon in it um out of the six thousand that you're allowed to store in it so you're so getting I your money's worth, like, yeah. I am getting my money's worth. I am I am in the upper echelon of uh, of users. I have like as far as this kind of story. I got like goes. twenty Pokemon on there, and I don't even know which yeah. one they're from. Well, yeah, exactly. If you only have twenty Pokemon on there, then you could just use the free one because you get thirty Pokemon space for free. I'm just such a little shill for the Pokemon company. I'm like, they need my money. I need to help them. <laughs> They need my help. We need to help them so that they can afford to hire slightly more reputable developers for their projects. You know, I, I, on the one hand, I, I, I understand that I'm not the, um, the, the, the target audience for, um, this particular Pokemon game. Like, I mean, you kind of are. Cause like, I feel like this is generally going to be aimed at people who played Diamond and Pearl as youths. 
But it doesn't... And you would have been a youth at the time. I was, if I recall. But um, I don't... The reason I don't agree with that is because I don't think it looks as good as the originals. So I feel like it's going to end up appealing most to people who are playing these games for the first time. Or people who are way in it like you. And there's some like, I don't know, like there's like a tile of grass in the upper west corner of the region that spawns a particular Pokemon with like the right IVs if you play it at four in the morning or something. And that alone will give it a legion of of loyal. Oh, well, like for me, it's like if this game has some of the move tutors that Platinum had mm-hmm. and like allows like different moveset configurations as a result, that's enough for me to get me to buy the game. Exactly. Like that's the level I'm operating on. I'm operating on the level of I can update my spreadsheets once this game is out. See, exactly. Like. And, and, and <laughs> it's 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 such a completely different level than most people are interacting with it, right? Right, and they're all valid. I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm the kind of person who, um, in the past, I felt very catered to with the remakes because I was like, I remember this, and now it it it's shiny and new, and mm-hmm. this doesn't look shiny or new enough for for me, like. Um, right, because you know. I I don't think by any like aesthetic measurement you can say this one looks better. No, you can definitely say it looks different because like, let, let me like, let's just like go through the, the, the past history of the remakes, right? Like mm-hmm. red and blue to fire red leaf green, mm-hmm. obvious improvement. Like it's like you're a, they are able to use color now. It makes the and, game like playable. No offense right. to the original, but like, I love the original. I, I have some very precious memories with it, but it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to play. Yeah. And uh, then. Um, let's see, like gold and silver to Ugh. our gold and soul silver. I really like the aesthetics of the Game Boy Color. Yeah. But like at that point, it was also like a huge mechanical upgrade because mm. like Gen 3 had abilities. So that was already like an improvement over red and blue. But then you have like the physical special split. Mm-hmm. I can barely play old games that don't have that anymore. Right. <laughs> to the point where like I have played lots of like ROM hacks of Gen 2 games that add that in rather than play the old games again because it's just like. It's such an, a mechanical improvement to the battles. Yeah, I I think Heart Gold and Soul Silver, Soul Source, bleh. Heart Gold and Soul Silver. See, this is why you don't skip your your warm ups before you record a mm-hmm. podcast. Um, those might be my favorite Pokemon games. I go back and forth, but they might yeah, be my. They, they might be one of the. They're definitely one of the best ones. It had most of the content from Crystal, mm-hmm. uh, which is something that has been lacking from a lot of the remakes. Otherwise, mm-hmm. um, then you have Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Like they are almost like. They're almost like one-to-one ports of Ruby and Sapphire, except they did a lot of, like, different things with the... They kind of made it, like, an alternate universe to explain the fact that Mega Evolution was there, which I thought was, like, kind of a neat idea. Yeah, and it... it I think it's really weird that they redesigned the Team Magma and Aqua and made them, like, look good, and then when they brought those characters back in Ultra Sun and Moon, they made them ugly again. (laughs) I didn't... I don't remember that. Oh, because I didn't play Ultra Sun and Moon. That that do. Yeah, you shouldn't because they're not worth it. Um, complete dog water games. Absolute yeah. dog shit. Not worth it. Um, and <laughs> I mean, one of the one of the previous titles of this podcast, uh, there was an episode titled "But Archie Be Hot." So, like, I clearly have a lot of opinions. On <laughs> um, one thing that they kind of stepped back on with this remake is that they did not include like basically any emerald content. 
So there was no Battle Frontier. There was like a reference to the Battle Frontier that yeah, was done. That was weird. In a way that was like expressly to piss me off. It, I remember reading that like dialogue box and thinking, I remember reading that dialogue box and being like, oh, is that going to be DLC? And then it just didn't happen. Right. Also, why they don't hadn't, they? They hadn't done DLC at that point. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It felt like it felt like something got canceled there behind the scenes. Um, yeah, and then this the, the other thing that with uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire that was kind of weird is that it was the first time that uh, like new Pokemon or new forms had been added within a generation, mm. and the fact that they hadn't like backpatched those into X and Y was really weird because it like mm. you were forced to get the remake mm-hmm. to like continue with like competitive or anything like that in that generation, which I thought was an odd choice. Good games though, and I I think uh, see. There, there are the elements to every Pokemon game that I call like the bottom screen element. I mean, yeah. the ones, the, the dual screen systems anyway. And that one I had the, my favorites, like being able to see with like, uh, uh, which what Pokemon, Pokemon are available on the route. Exactly. Stuff. Like, yeah, Dex Nav ruled. Yeah. And then they just always get rid of it with the next generation. Yes. And, uh, that's, that's kind of a microcosm of my greater issues with the series, which, you know, I, yeah. The newest um, uh, Twitch Plays Pokemon. Twitch mm-hmm. Plays Pokemon, by the way, still exists. Of course. It still do runs all the time. Uh, the newest Twitch Plays Pokemon has, like, a controller that reads the game code and, like, okay. displays a Dex Nav on the screen. It's pretty cool. It's really cool, because, like, um, it, it, since it's reading the game code directly whenever we... I say we, because I actually have been working on the most recent Twitch Plays Pokemon. Oh, nice. I managed to worm my way in there. Um, whenever we change the encounter tables and like update the ROM, it will be updated on its own. You don't have to do anything. So they, they know what's on a route. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Wow. So like, that's the kind of stuff that they need to keep an eye on is the kind of stuff that the fans are really into modding into their games. Like maybe consider just putting those in the games. I think the reason they don't is because pretty much every decision, it seems that that they make when it comes to a Pokemon game is would this confuse a seven year old? And if the answer is yes, they don't put it in. That's and the thing, though. It's like I didn't mind being confused when I played a game. Here's how how video <laughs> right? game. Here's how out. here's how video game illiterate I was when I first played my very first Pokemon game, which was Ruby. Um, you know, they show you they they could not hold your hand more to show right. you how to catch a Pokemon. They make you watch uh, like an unskippable, unskippable sequence in which a player, the, 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 the player character has no control and a character shows you how to do it step by step. And I watched it and I thought, huh. And I just kept playing and I didn't catch any Pokemon until after the third gym. I didn't catch Dang. any. I just had me and my Trico who was super overleveled. So I got through first gym, rock type, easy. No problem. This is the second gym. Is it Brawly? Fighting type. It's okay. Brawly, yeah. Well, I got to Brawly, and I couldn't do it. I don't know which Pokemon he had on his team, but I couldn't do it. And I couldn't figure out how to catch a Pokemon. And I don't know. I guess I was too young to just Google it. So I was just struggling, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go through the cave without Flash. And I did it. I broke the sequence, and I just muscled my way through the cave killing Zubats left and right and got through it and found Steven and got to Marvel city. And then I like beat the third gym somehow with just still one Pokemon. And I was like, I bet I could go back and beat Brawly at this point. 
So I did. So like, you're right. Kids can figure it out, even if they're not smart like me. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I feel like their standard, um, specifically Game Freak standard of what would confuse a child keeps getting lower and lower. Um, It's really weird because like they are they are a company that by all means should be significantly larger than they are. Right. Uh, by just like the sheer market cap of Pokemon. Right. But like Pokemon makes less on the games than it makes on merchandise by like a 20 to one factor now. Yeah. That so they are me. like display. I mean, they are, they are like one third owners of the Pokemon company itself. Mm-hmm. So like they still make money off of that. Of course. But I don't know. It's like, it almost seems like they just, it seems like they kind of phone it in a little. Yeah, I mean, not 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 a bold opinion, but you're not wrong. And it it you can see the you can see them pushing up against the edges of of the each game's limitations each time. Like like the way that yeah. like the wild area in Sword and Shield just chugs at times when you're playing online, yeah. and it's like you can really tell that they are small team who doesn't they don't always know what they're doing in a technical sense and yeah. it would be so easy for them to just be like hey Tencent here's like a multi-billion dollar deal you can make Pokemon games for us and then Tencent would take their evil money and just be like okay here's like a game their evil disgusting money yeah. I mean, te- they are making a game with Tencent oh okay we didn't mention it oops um, we didn't mention it in the uh, announcement because it wasn't in this announcement uh, but they actually have a a MOBA for mobile right. phones, right. Um, which is testing in Canada right now. I can download it, but my phone sucks shit, so I'm not going to do it. I mean, you're probably, it's probably Also, fine, it's a MOBA, so I'm not going to have fun. There is that. I mean, swap out Tencent for any, like, mega developer, you know? Like... Well, one thing, one thing that I thought would have worked really well for like, just the concept of building the wild area is, like, why not get Monolith Soft on it? Because, like, Monolith Soft helped out with Breath of the Wild. It did. They know how to make a, a grassy hill. They sure know how they to know do They know how that. to make a grassy hill look really fucking good. They do. Um, One yeah. thing with the Pokemon MOBA that I do think is really cool, though, is the selection of characters. Do you do you know anything about the selection of characters? No, I don't. Tell me about the selection of okay. characters. I'm just going to read some out to you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read them out of order, so you're going to get the obvious ones first. Mm-hmm. Pikachu. No way. Venusaur, Charizard, Blastoise. Okay. Greninja, Lucario. Mm. Snorlax, Garchomp, Gardevoir. Okay. Mr. Mime. Excellent. Because I was about Slowbro. to say I was about to say this lineup wasn't sexy enough. Yeah. Slowbro. Excellent. Cramorant. Okay. Eldegoss. Okay. Crustle. Mm-hmm. Alolan Ninetales. Excellent. Gengar, Absol, I don't know how many I've said now, but that's most of them. They got some weird picks in there, and I, I really respect weird, that. I, I, Cramorant? I, I, Hello? Yes, <laughs> I, I love a weird pick in a Pokemon game roster. I love uh, Chandelure in, in Pokken. Yeah, no, definitely the best. <laughs> I, I remember seeing this... Uh, it was like organizing the characters in Pokken by body type, and it was like mm-hmm. bipeds, quadrupeds, uh-huh. chandelier. <laughs> What would he be? He's like a sextiped? I guess so. Like you could you could functionally classify him as an octopus. Oh, okay. So an octoped. Basically. 
not a pet. But yeah, so yeah, no, they, uh, I, that's what I, I think that's the, that's, that's definitely a way to do it. It's just to have like a partner for these bigger games. But instead, they're going and working on the big open game on their own. Right. And they subcontracted the easier, less ambitious one to a different studio. I really wish I guess they, they, they want to, they keep their, I, I guess it's a certain amount of pride that they have for their product. Yeah. I mean, on the one hand, I respect it. I really do. I understand that they, uh, and I, and what it, that tells to me is that they're treating this as the next core entry, which is, I think is really yeah. cool. Um, yeah. Well, it's like, it's, it is still a Pokemon game. That's still going to have like what appears to be regular Pokemon battles in it. Yeah. Um, which like, at first it looked like it was going to be like some kind of like weird, like action RPG stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think that the uh, action RPG elements are mostly like outside of the battle, but I guess we'll see when there's more footage of the game. Yeah. The thing is my, my initial reaction when I saw it, was that it just doesn't look finished. And I know it comes out a year from now or more. Right. And, you know, obviously no games when they're this far out are anywhere, <clears throat> anywhere near finished. It just There's a lot of placeholder animations, you can really tell. And it, it does. it's not that it doesn't look finished. It doesn't look like the prototype is finished, almost. Like, I understand, right. like, a, an actual game prototype is, is much, much rougher than the footage that we've seen. That we've seen. Yes. It's, it just looks really janky in a way that a game that is coming out in a year I don't think ideally should and mm-hmm. this is one situation one situation where the you know uh Pokemon companies like I can't think of the last time they delayed a game I don't think they've ever delayed a game they don't they just don't do it and even within Nintendo I mean Nintendo is I think famous for the right reasons for delaying games um yeah first like of all Smash actually you know what? I'll, I'll, come out and say, I'll come out and say like I'm always for a game being delayed unless there oh. are some very specific uh, exceptions to that. But like, um, yeah, like I wish this game could get delayed because every time I play a new Pokemon game, I think this could use if a couple extra years in the oven and this would have yeah. been really great. And sometimes you get the version of that, which is like the third version and mm-hmm. it's a, uh, just and and then with the next game in you know, on a console, uh, the next generation on a given console always looks and plays a lot better. So yeah, Game Freak, you know I I love them. They're 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 I love that they're in terms of raw like sales, one of the biggest game developers on the planet. I feel like if you were to adjust it, like sales per like staff at the company they're probably just number one they're probably number one exactly and because it's like no no studio doing that kind of volume has that few people i don't know where i'm getting maybe this like minecraft from. i don't maybe know mojang you're right i don't know where i'm getting this number from but i always think of them as being about 70 people i feel like that may i think have that's been... right they do bring in people Right. Uh, they they do hire seasonal staff, mm-hmm. but I know that they do end up subcontracting out a lot of the Pokemon modeling work to creatures. Right. Who are, of course, another one of the co-owners of the franchise. And honestly, I don't understand why creatures isn't the one handling the spinoff. Right. I mean, it seems like they'd be they'd be perfectly. I mean, they, I think they are actually literally working on Detective Pikachu two right now, though. Right. Was that ever confirmed? Hmm. Was Detective Pikachu two the game confirmed? It was, yeah. Okay, that it's, was so It's long supposed ago. to be coming for Switch. Right. You know... And, uh, yeah, the first one was made by Creatures on the 3DS. Right. Yeah, this is just one I... I, I respect that, they, that they're taking it upon themselves and treating it with the weight of, like, a full Pokemon game. Um, but 
it, it's also not, uh, you know, it's not generation. What, what are we on now? Nine. It's not generation nine from our yeah. usual metric. It's not a new region. It's 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 eight Pokemon. or it's eight point five. It's it's one of the two. Right. And not entirely clear how that works, because like um, like uh, let's go Pikachu and Eevee aren't Gen 7 or Gen 8, really. Right. Because it has no uh, it has no lateral compatibility with any of those gens. Right. So like functionally it was between them. And I feel like that's how the uh, that's how the is it brilliant diamond and shining pearl? I can never remember. Oh, I haven't even bothered remembering. Yeah, um, I just they they're just doing diamond. It, it's again. literally it's literally named like a fan game. Yeah, it looks, in fact, so is Pokemon Legends Arceus. It and also that title implies that they they want to do more down the line. So I think that's yeah. cool. I'm 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 in. You know, I'm sure the game will 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 play fine. Like I think the systems will probably mm-hmm. be enjoyable. It's just that also my my the next sticking point for me is that trailer was just tepid is the word that kept coming to mind yeah. for me like it just the music choice the music itself was like pretty but it just yeah didn't match the footage it felt like it felt almost like um like it was playing on a screen it didn't feel as ambitious as they seem to want the concept to feel right like that wide shot was very like breath of the wild and it just felt like okay like there, I mean, if you go back and look at the the Breath of the Wild trailers, like even though the music in that game is very sparse, like the the trailer music is very bombastic and animated, and yeah, in this, it's this, very like Zelda classic. Yeah, and and this this trailer is going for those Breath of the Wild gameplay vibes, but it's just making the gameplay look like pre-alpha. It just, and then I mean, then there's the frame rate issues, and again, I'm, I'm not a cop. I played and loved the Last Guardian. And I will bend so far backwards to to arbitrarily stand by video game developers because I think of them as wizards who do incredible things that I just couldn't possibly fathom. And on principle, I will side with them against the gamers. Um, Yes. So I, I found myself in situations where I'm defending like the eight frames per second dips of of The Last Guardian and saying it actually makes the game better. Not believing it at all, but just on principle. Yeah, um, on principle. However, looking at this, it's like, if they haven't ironed that out now, by now, who's to say they're going to iron it out in the next year? Uh, I saw some people like discussing it like who know a little more than I do. Mm-hmm. And the way they described it is like, the frame issues seem to be only on the Pokemon. Right. So it might be that they're only like keyframe animated right now. Or, and that it wasn't a performance issue so much it was just wildly incomplete animations. I mean, what I noticed was but that... But that would worry me even more, honestly, considering the sheer volume of animations that would thus need to be done. Right. The the um, the um the one thing I noticed is that just the Pokemon that are, you know, farther away from the camera are dropping frames, which is, you know, that's a normal, uh, that's a normal technique in... Yeah. In pretty much any game, uh, you know, just they should just go back to the N sixty four era and just put some fog in there. Exactly, just do that. But just the fact that the you draw can distance, see it, put a little bit of fog. It's Sinnoh, right? Sinnoh is known for having fog. I mean, it's a, a lot, a lot of fog. Do uh, Do you think that the uh, that they're just gonna have HMs straight up in this remake because they called it a super faithful remake? Unfortunately, do you think yeah. that they're gonna make us deal with eight HMs? Yeah, 
I think so. I wonder if they'll modify the system at all. Maybe they'll... I just... It's hard to modify it without breaking it. Um, I feel like the best way to do it... um, I've seen a couple ROM hacks do this. mm -hmm. Is if the Pokemon are compatible with the move, you don't have to teach them the move for them to use the field move. Yeah. So you don't need to waste the move slots. You just need to have the compatible party members. I like that idea. Was there not a Pokemon game that did that? Um, oh, not no, as far I'm thinking as I of, know. No, no, I'm thinking of Let's Go, where you can assign it to Yeah, your, it's just Eevee does them. Yeah. Or Pikachu, if you're playing that version. Right. Um, but I'm, Which, that, that system is also cool, but also, at the same time, it was very stupid. I've always like thought... Like, you have a weird... You have a weird flying machine that why your can't you just, can pilot Why can't you just give your kid a flashlight? Like, why can't... Why is it... Why would it break the universe to... Like, the, the, the rules of the game universe to give the kid a flashlight? Or a canoe. Yeah, well, I mean, like, they, they've just stopped making Flash and HM. Right. Largely, even in, like, the later games with HMs. So These like, caves and, are just brightly lit. That's another way they can gate the progress, though, is just, like, make it be an item instead. You don't have to waste a whole slot on it. I am I am interested in seeing how they approach an open world, uh, just in terms of, uh, you know, Game Freak has only ever done these very gated, very linear yeah. worlds, and they've been getting much, much more linear from generation to generation. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Like uh, Galar is just a series of hallways. Yep. Although I will give, like, I guess I've never really discussed these on the podcast since they all came out since the last episode. But mm-hmm. the the DLC has a lot of very very nice looking areas. Yeah. Um, especially the second one, Crown Tundra. Like the caves mm-hmm. are something you're actually capable of getting lost in yeah. because they're like constructed in a way that's not like super super linear. And I think that, like, they do have the capacity for, like, a better environmental design. And I feel like they have a better handle on the engine now. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that's that's definitely good for uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus is that it is supposed to be, like, strictly single player. And not something oh. that's, like... I like I, th- I think if it, if it has online connectivity, it might just be to, like, Pokemon Home or something. Mm. I've, always, I've always maintained that the best thing that they could do for... Um, like compatibility with battling is just to release a battle sim for the switch. Yeah. I feel like it would do numbers. Oh, especially if it was, if it was free and if it was free. Yeah. That's the, I mean, that's the only way it could really do it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Pokemon as a game as service is money that just is waiting to be made. Um, especially if you give your Pokemon, I don't know, stupid outfits, make Pikachu floss or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. Um, I think but a yeah, lot like, uh, about why, why isn't Pokemon like critical mass esports yet? Like it is esports. They, don't get me wrong. They, 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 they just do not support the scene in any way that is meaningful. Like I that's, that's the idea it. that I get from everyone who does it. Cause I mean like there's, there is two Pokemon players that are on an esports team two. Right. It's, and they have both been on this podcast before. Well, cool. Congratulations. It's Wolf Glick and Aaron Zhang. Um, but yeah, they it's it's not really a supported scene, and I think a lot of it is in the way that uh Game Freak approaches like the competitive design. One, they make you switch to every new game as it comes out, so there's mm-hmm. no like continuity with the scene. Mm-hmm. I think that is very likely to change with the Diamond and Pearl remakes coming out, because I just don't see them switching to it as their main competitive game. No. I think just like the way that it is clearly marked as a, as like a spin-off series. Mm. Even though the battles basically just look like sword and shield battles. Right. 
I don't think that they're going to have Dynamax in it. And oh, that no. alone is enough to make it so that they won't use it in their competitive season. Yeah, it, I, and that's, that goes back to why I think it'll appeal to uh, the more technically minded Pokemon fans. Because like, I play po- I play Pokemon the same exact way since I was eight years old. Like, I, yeah. Pokemon looks cool, I catch it. And then the game is super easy, so I beat it. Because <laughs> yeah. it's for children. And, and then I collect everything, and then I stick them in a big right. box. And then then people like me leech off of people like you. I'm like, hey, man, I need a Pokemon for my Pokedex. Can you yeah. help me out? And I'm like, I have 8,000 of these. You can have one. Exactly. And uh, you know what? I never did finish. I, I, I was literally one Pokemon away from finishing my my Galar region decks, and then they expanded the dexes, so I was like, well, I'm not going to complete it now. Oh, yeah, there's it's it's very easy to get everything in the expanded decks, mind you, because, like, you don't even have to evolve stuff for dex quests anymore because, like, everything has a wild static encounter. Okay. I mean, that helps, because I was going for the living decks, and... Yeah, of course. First time... You just go catch one of everything. I mean, that's great, and I did really enjoy... I know it's off-topic, but, hey, this hadn't come out last time you recorded, so I do... I did really enjoy, like, the, the roguelite, uh mode that they added to um crown tundra i enjoyed that yeah, actually fun. a lot more than i thought i would and with there being as many new pokemon as there are um by new i mean like since i first started playing them yeah. the feeling of seeing a new pokemon is kind of lost on me i do my best to know the designs of as few new Pokemon going into a new generation as I can, especially because yeah. now it's like averaging like 50 or 60 new Pokemon per region. Well, it's a lot less that you get that you get coming in. So yeah, you, you want to be surprised, right? I mean, I was so spoiled. I'm so mad at myself when Black and White came out because that was the last generation that did not have a simultaneous worldwide release, right? Yes. So that came out in Japan in like September 2010? Yes. Um, and then I naturally um purchased a flash cart and then played a poorly fan translated copy of this <laughs> that same september i mean what were you gonna do wait three months or no months? What a, absolutely not. what am i a democrat no. <laughs> uh, yeah i remember being on bulbapedia and be like okay kiko you can this can go one of two ways you can go into this completely fresh in like march or you can just look at them all now and i looked at all of them mm-hmm. and like i i had this I didn't know how good I had it. Like 150 new Pokemon? Are you kidding me? 156. It's still the largest generation. I know. And the it, largest generation is the fifth one. It's and it's still one of my favorites. It was just, yeah. um, but I also just think about how like what I consider for someone like me because like I, I'm not I, I I've tried I can't no I haven't really tried I've made very half-assed attempts to try to understand the the deeper more complex side of pokemon games and i mm-hmm. just keep coming back to the fact like my favorite ones are usually just like the ones i have the most positive memories of and mm-hmm. um i have no doubt that these new pokemon games will be that for someone so like i don't want to be a hater um i was recently told i'm a hater and uh it wasn't in- I, could, I would not describe you as such i know people who are just so much more of a hater than you that right. i couldn't imagine right. referring to you as a hater well i'd refer to myself as more of a hater Right, and I don't think being a hater makes you a bad person or or even an unpleasant person, which is right. Why it's just not it's not the energy that you put forth. And I much I wasn't told this as an insult. It was just like, oh, Kiko, you're totally a hater. And I was like, wait, what? And my friend was like, yeah. And then gave all these examples of times I was categorically being a hater, and I was like, oh my god, I'm a hater. <laughs> oh my god, what? So ever since yes, then, I've really been up. trying. I've really been trying. 
Um, and look, I, I understand that Game Freak is an ambitious team for their size. And honestly, I feel like Pokemon is always safest in their hands. But this is the one situation. I feel like I made a wish on a monkey's paw because, like, I don't know if you saw it, but, like, a day or two before these announcements came out. And also, like, this is, like, a rare Nintendo announcement that wasn't leaked at all. Um, yeah. I mean, at least not on the places where I was looking. Um, I think it, it did get, I think it leaked, like, seven hours before it happened. And it was really close. Those, so, like, I was asleep. I mean, if you didn't see it, did it really leak? No, really. Not really. Um, it's not an official leak until you've seen it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... I, I made a tweet and I was like, I think Game Freak should outsource like a, a sec, like a branch of the main franchise to another studio. Let them take like five, six years to make it. Like I was thinking really big, like a Breath of the like an actual Breath of the Wild, because you can't make Breath of the Wild in two years or however no, long this one's not. been in development. Assume, let's let's assume part of Game Freak has been working on this since before Sword and Shield were completely done. Like, yeah, like at, probably somewhere around like DLC development right. start time. Um, yeah, I mean we can't assume that the entire, the entirety of Game Freak was working on the DLC for. So like, let's assume that some people at Game Freak have been working on this for a couple years, and it's still not even going to be scratching the surface of the size or scope of Breath of the Wild, which from in the initial marketing it looks like that's what they want. They want it mm-hmm. to be like the Breath of the Wild of Pokemon. And I'm just thinking, like, why ga- why put that pressure on Game Freak? And I even said, like, it doesn't need to be a new region. It doesn't need to be new Pokemon. Just, like, core gameplay in, like, a big open world, super polished, like, AAA, quadruple-A as all get out. Like, make a Red Dead Redemption 2-sized Pokemon game, except no one knows it's coming. So no crunch. Just... And then... We kind of got that like a couple days later, and of course it's my fault. So if you you're got listening a to this, paw version of it, it's Game I Freak did. themselves making it. They're not going to give themselves nearly enough time to do not it. Not nearly enough time, and like they they have such a good track record with these simultaneous. Because like imagine you're working on like I don't know the Polish version, and you need a little extra time, and you're going to be the one who like fucks it up for everybody. You can't <laughs> like. Like I just think of, I I I have the smallest sliver of understanding of how game publishing and development works, and even that makes my brain hurt. Just yeah. like the thought that like these all need be, need to be done at the same time. So like there's only so much of uh, of a scope that that these games can have, and like I'm sure when it comes out, like some of the rough edges will be uh, patched out. Um, sanded down sanded down I'm sure the frame rate's gonna be like solid cause like a Pokemon game like the frame rate's never like amazing and again I'm not a cop yeah. about frame rates um, I played I feel like the worst they've been is in Let's Go when you're in Viridian Forest there's like this like light right. trickle down effect that happens sometimes and it just makes the game chug if there's like two Pokemon on screen I remember a maybe you'll know the the, the part I'm talking about a specific area in diamond and pearl in the the big city heart heart home yeah hearth home is that a hearth home or heart home i've never heard it said out loud so i have no idea i mean i also pronounce butthole buffole so i might be part yeah. of the problem <laughs> it might be a me problem is there, there i just remember like 
running through that city and like the frame rate chugging for like a second and me being oh in that city if you like if you're on the bike and you're on the fastest speed and you like tweak your bike in a certain way Mm -hmm. you can like clip the map loading and end up in a black void and that's where you find me which lets you like it lets you you can actually get legendary pokemon by traveling through this void oh really okay by like going certain distances and then like going to the underground and coming back out to basically reset the overworld map yeah so like yeah no that that is a thing as well and then of course there's the whole thing with uh diamond and pearl notoriously that the uh hp bars scroll incredibly slowly because of the the way they decided to program them right i remember just and so if you close combat a blissey you got you can just go make a meal you can just go make dinner and in fact i have no that's not true i haven't (laughs) that was also oh my gosh i used to now i'm just thinking about my experience with diamond and pearl yeah i'll probably get it I've never not bought a Pokemon game. I'm and absolutely going to get it. I, I, for me, it's like, I don't really buy that many games. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not like taking another game out of my pocket to not right. to, to, to get this game. It's probably the thing I'm going to enjoy the most if I were to get it. So, like, for me, it's like, I get it. I'm, I'm going to get it. I can fully understand someone who's just like, ah, I'm just going to skip this one. Yeah, it is. I will say the first Pokemon game I've ever considered, like, skipping. Um, yeah. Diamond and Pearl weren't my favorites when I played them, but they I grew fonder of them through nostalgia. It's crazy how that works. Um, yeah, I, I, I never really liked Diamond and Pearl all that much when I played them, and I didn't actually play Platinum for the first time till like, last year. Platinum, I think, probably holds up. It improved a lot, and I'm really hoping that when they say that this is a faithful remake of Diamond and Pearl... That they don't mean it in the way that, like, right. Omega Ruby, Alpha, Sapphire were very faithful to Ruby and Sapphire and right. not to Emerald. Right. Especially because, like, they're, like, not all the problems with Diamond and Pearl are, like, graphical at this point. No. Nope. In fact, I would say that that's, like, the least of their issues. There was, like, fundamental game design issues Mm-mm. with Diamond and Pearl that will be replicated if you make the remakes too faithful. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the way that HMs are handled is just, like, fundamentally bad yeah. for way- to getting around the region. The way that they gated progress, like, really arbitrarily with, like, the slow pokes that you don't know how to move. Like, that was cute once, but it's, like, it's such an arbitrary way to gate progress. Right. That it's not, like, it's not, um, it doesn't feel natural. No. And, uh. And then, like, of course, like, the, just the sheer number of times you have to cross through Mount Coronet. If there's, like, a way to go over it, if they want to add some extra roots there, something like that. And then, of course, the main fundamental problem with Platinum, uh, sorry, with, with Diamond and Pearl that was fixed in Platinum is that there was only one Fire-type line that wasn't a starter that you could get in the entire main section of the game. Which one was if it? If you wanted a Fire-type and you didn't start with Chimchar, you only got Ponyta. It was the oh my only gosh. option you had. <laughs> How did they miss something like that? You know? But, and so, like, they, they fixed that a little bit. By allowing you Houndar, and um, you can get Magby like somewhere relatively early. Yeah, I and think then of I course had like the the, um, the cross gen evolutions were almost all gated to after the league in Diamond and Pearl. I feel like they gotta have like an area like they had in Heart Gold and Soul Silver where you can catch like some more recent Pokemon like just off the map. Oh hey, we found this little island. You can get here. I, by they, boat. they can do that. They can turn the Great Marsh into a, like a something like a wild area was something I thought that they could do if they made it like in like the Sword and Shield engine. But like now that's definitely not going to happen. Yeah, but they could make it more Safari Zone like who knows. Yeah, like, talk about they can 
The PAL Park, that's completely unnecessary in this game because of the way that transferring Pokemon works. They'll- that could be a Safari Zone down there. It could. I don't know. It's like it. how faithful they are will like it depends on what ways they're faithful. If they're faithful in certain ways, it's not going to be a fun time. No, it's not. Um, but like if they. I, I it's like I, I really want to know more about this company because I want to know what the kind of stuff they're going for. Like some of the screenshots and some of the uh, like press materials around the game suggest that like. They might have a couple of platinum elements in there. Like, there's the girl who gives you, like, the Gracedia flower for Shaman. People spotted, like, that NPC in the exact spot she is in platinum, which is, like, the kind of detail that I would never notice. But, like, you know, thank God there's people who notice that kind of shit. The funny thing is... And if there's mega evolutions, I would actually really love just, like, weird, stupid, overpowered forms of, like, Arceus, Dialga, and uh, Palkia... Like, why not? Let's get weird with it. Like, why do not? some weird shit with that. I want, like, Primordial Arceus that's just, like, a bowl of soup. Well, yeah. Well, it's primordial like, soup. He's, he is, at 720 base stat total, weaker than several legendaries. <laughs> Come on. He is weak. Is he we God or is boy he again. God? Like, if he's God, go full send. Just make him God. Like you turn, just make the, him God. You, if you release him, the game shuts down. Like holy yeah. light, like it burns your your switch screen off. Make, make him like um. You you played through Sword and Shield, right? Like yeah. through the main campaign. Mm-hmm. Make him like make a form of Arceus that's like the um, Eternamax Eternatus. That's just like several hundred feet long. And base stat total over a thousand, and you can't use it. You can't. Just make a stupid, powerful god form, and you just can't catch it. It, it just, just breaks the work. game. It breaks the game, literally. The thing that makes me worry about that is, like, if they're making Pokemon Legends, are they even going to bother putting Arceus in the Diamond and Pearl remake? Yes, and here, here, here's what I, here's, here's my theory. Uh, in Pokemon Legends, you catch Arceus, yeah. and you're like, well, if he was caught several hundred years ago, like, what happened? And then in Pokemon uh, Shiny Diamond and Shinier Pearl, um, you go up to Mount Coronet or wherever you find Arceus, and you just find like yeah. a skeleton wearing like the like the the uh, the outfit the outfit from Legends and like a wooden Pokeball that's like cracked in half. So he got out, Ooh. got out. Synergy, Synergy. Syn- that, that's some good Synergy. Man, it's fit talking about like. Making a wish in Monkey Paw. I mean, I've not looked at any of like the the Sinnoh remake accounts. Uh, I wonder if they're having a good time. Have you looked? I I feel like a lot of people are really unhappy with the way this game looks. Right. Um, but I've seen a lot of people who are like, you know what? I'm cautiously optimistic. It's like there's uh, there's a certain point where it's like I really think like even a bad Pokemon game is still a pretty good game. And yeah. I will generally enjoy myself, even if it's, like, kind of boring. Because the thing is, is that Pokemon doesn't really take all my attention, and it never has. No, I'm Sorry, I mean playing a Pokemon game will never take all my attention. Pokemon right. has naturally taken all of my attention. Most of your attention. Um, it is most point. of what I am thinking about at any given time. Uh, which um, is natural. But of course, again, I would be satisfied if they were just like... Yeah, in this game, we brought back the Sucker Punch tutor that was only in Pokemon Platinum <laughs> so that you can teach all these Pokemon Sucker Punch that have not been able to learn it since Pokemon Platinum. And I like, mean, that's that, that would be enough for me. And I'm I trying to pay, think what the equivalent is for me. And I just I can't 
this is the first time where I've just like I I can't think of what the equivalent is for me. I again, I will probably buy it. I I I I mean, if you have an equivalent for that, like you don't need to. I genuinely like. I don't like being the person who thinks like that. I just know that that is who I am. And you um, gotta be I, who like, you are. I'm like, I want this game to come out so I can update my spreadsheets. This is the literal thing I've said out loud. <laughs> so, like, I want to update my currently 200,000 line long spreadsheet that I'm using to track Pokemon Move Learns that I'm going to turn into a web app. Like, <laughs> this is where I'm at right now. I mean, someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. My, the the way person who was doing it before stopped doing it, so I'm doing it. I mean, like, my grandfather for, like, 30 years charted the thickness of the ice that would form on the lake near his house. And I was like, why? And he's like, someone has to do it. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's definitely relevant climate data now. It probably is. Um... <laughs> So they, 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 like you're just like sometime at some point there's the National Weather Service is gonna be like, hey, has anyone been tracking the ice? On if this only lake? someone was tracking the ice on this lake in New Hampshire for like twenty something years, because that's the yeah. la- that's the key. We're gonna we're gonna crack this climate change. Uh, yeah, and they'll nut. solve climate change, and it'll be all thanks. They to your will, grandpa. and it will be thanks, to my grandpa, and uh, he will be vindicated uh, from beyond from beyond the grave. <laughs> <laughs> Missy Papa. But yeah, so I guess I guess where we kind of land on these is like Pokemon Snap looks fucking sick. Oh, yeah. You and know, we barely talked about that. You want to talk oh, about Pokemon Snap? Let's somewhere? talk about new Pokemon Snap. Because Yeah, okay. I was I was about to like just bring in like closing stuff and I'm like, you know what? We really haven't talked about Pokemon Snap like at all. And I feel like we should end I'm literally just opening up the Cerebi page right now. So I Yeah, can we should end on a, like an in. effusively positive note, if for no other reason so that I don't sound like a hater, which I'm really trying not to be. I'm really trying not to be a hater. This game looks really fucking pretty. It does look pretty, and I think it's a great example of how a Pokemon game can look pretty without, um, you know, needing to be excessively stylized. Personally, yeah. the best graphics I've ever thought, I mean, uh, ever seen, what I thought were the best graphics in a Pokemon game yeah. were on the 3DS Pokedex 3D app. Okay. The quality of the animations on that app were insane and like the pokemon looked a little bit textured but they weren't cell shaded yeah and they just looked they had realistic weight to them and Mm -hmm. uh it was a cool app that i spent dozens of hours on simply because the 3ds had no games in its first year yeah um it was a terrible i really like the way that the pokemon games looked on the 3ds i think the cell shading really suited them it did the only problem is that a lot of their textures were just stupidly low res yep and even on the 3DS looked bad. And on the Switch, they look even more glaring. Um, look, and I, I, well, for, I the most, for the most part, they replaced the textures, but at the same time, all they did was apply bloom effects instead. Yeah. So I, I, I mostly don't like how the Pokemon look on the on the uh, on Pokemon Sword and Shield. I think Let's Go struck a really good balance. Yeah. I think those games look gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I think this new Pokemon Snap shows how if you just tweak that a little bit, a little bit. Because none of these textures are, you know, blowing your mind when you're watching this trailer. But the way that the Pokemon meld with the uh, with the environments and it looks a little bit vapor wavy, which I like. Yeah, it looks a I little also bit. Just, I think like the thing about Pokemon Snap is that it is like at its pure base, it is a first person on rails game. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you can have things in the environment that loop. 
You mm-hmm. can reuse animations. You can set things on cycles. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like that actually does so much in making it look more lifelike. Yeah. I feel like it's something that, it, it, like, even playing the old Pokemon Snap, I feel like it, like, even if those, like, obviously their their systems are going to be a little more complex in this one. Because, mm-hmm. one, there's definitely going to be more than 63 Pokemon in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, two, it's not the N64, so you can have a lot more processes looping at once mm-hmm. than just a bunch of static animations that are just kind of scattered around this world. Um, but, like, just even playing Pokemon Snap, like, years later, I'm like, there's enough life in these animations that mm-hmm. it's, like... It's it, it it puts enough out there in the world that I that I'm able to appreciate it. And this one's like it's that with more Pokemon and more lighting effects and, and uh, the made by models. someone made by someone who's able to do a lot of polish. I mean, like uh, Bandai Namco did uh, Pokken. Right. And that's like the only game that has bothered to put fur texture on any Pokemon. <laughs> right. And so I feel like that alone. I mean, I guess other than like Detective Pikachu. Which did the op? It did too much for texture. Right. I mean, it did we could, for texture we could on things do another that shouldn't episode have about. We could do another episode about Detective Pikachu because you've never heard my uh, unhinged opinions about it. Um, that movie. Are they good unhinged or bad unhinged? I mean, I I, I enjoyed it. That's the the short version. I enjoyed it, and I I, d- I do I did enjoy that movie. But I've got more to say about the the approach they took to the designs of that Pokemon, uh, of the Pokemon in that movie. But yeah, uh, new Pokemon Snap. Yeah, it just looks like a chill time. Like mm-hmm. it, it just looks like the kind of game that you can put on and play like fifteen minutes up before bed, and it's just gonna yeah. melt away. I mean, we're still trying to decide if we're gonna buy two if we're gonna buy two copies in our apartment, or if like we're, one of just one of us is gonna buy it, and then we're just gonna like kind of share around. Is it gonna be a full price game? Have they? Is it up? For it pre-order? is absolutely a full price game. This of is course, Pokemon it is. We're I mean, talking yeah, about. Yeah, the stupidest question I've asked today. That's 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 the thing that's making me consider not doing it is that it's a full price game and said why do we need to buy this um what will be in canadian dollars 90 dollars twice oof, oof. Uh, yeah i know <laughs> uh especially cuz i do not currently have a job so right, but like you got to you got to get it yeah got but it. i mean think about it how are you of, if think about it this way it, then it's in the apartment how are you going to get a job if you don't have this game that's true and i can put it on my resume that i've taken pictures of every pokemon you can but also just like the quality of life will like your quality of life will go up so much by playing this game. It'll make the process of everything just much less. God, you're so right and so smart. I'm so right. I'm so smart and not even a little bit tired because I drank this whole can of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Uh-huh. And you know what? I think I'm going to go get another one. This is over. Ooh, nice. It's, uh, it's the freaking weekend, baby. Um, so they got a lot of they got. The like the trailers that are out so far, I guess like Sarah B just like uh, goes through all the trailers and mm-hmm. then like finds every Pokemon that you can see and then just lists them on a big page. Can I be honest with you about something? Mm-hmm. I have not gone to SarahB.net, though I love it, in about 17 years because for some reason it I don't even remember why. It looks the exact same. I imagine it does. For some reason I don't remember why my mom told me not to go on there. and huh. uh, <laughs> And I just... I mean, I probably have. You know, I'll just go right now. You know what? I'm an adult. Why did my mom tell me not to go on there? I don't know. Oh, I it think is it, like it is a relentlessly PG site. It is. You know, what? I'm going to go right now where legends come to life. Yeah, there's like a pretty good spread of, uh, of oh. Pokemon by generation. Oh, this here. rules. This looks exactly how it always looked. I know. I, I really, I really respect uh, Joe's decision to never update his website design. 
you know, um, except when I'm trying to look at it on my phone and then I hate him with my life. So the, there's one last topical topic that we haven't touched on, which is that Post Malone concert. What was up with that? There sure was a Post Malone concert. Um, I did watch the whole thing live as it happened. I did not. Um, because I'm just like, you know what? I'm morbidly curious. I want to kind of want to see what's going on. Um, he will probably play the songs that I kind of like of his. Probably. Um, so he did play the song Circles where he has a line that where he says it's just sex though and when he is saying that line there is a Gyarados flying over his head <laughs> and someone posted just the clip of him saying <laughs> that line to Twitter and it is so fucking funny <laughs> I just I, I thought they I would don't, I think there's something just like there's something weird in the way that Game Freak approaches partnerships. Yeah. That I feel like they are just completely out of step with their own audience. Yeah. I feel like they are. Asked- like, I know, I know there's kids that are into Post Malone and that there's people who are genuinely enthusiastic about this concert, but it's like the biggest brand partnership that, they, like, one of the biggest brand partnerships they've ever done. And it's with Post Malone? I mean, it, 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 it feels both like, and disingenuous. Post covered. Post Malone covering Hootie and the Blowfish. And it's good, too? Like, it's the cover, good. Yeah, Chasey, I, it's a good cover. It's a good cover, and, like... It uses a fucking sample of the Ecruteek Thiddy That's my favorite, theme. my favorite theme in, in Gold and Silver, and I listened to it, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is good. I can't believe he fucking won me over with that shit. He did, and this... Fuck the, you, Post Malone. I know, fuck you, Post Malone. Like, I only ever... I do also Enjoy like his the, work begrudgingly, and, uh... Yeah. I begrudge it. There's a lot of good gifts that came out of that performance. Not of him, because he kind of looked like shit. He looked um, like... He looked like... But just a Pokemon vibing in the background. Like, there's this really yeah. good gif of just, like, an Umbreon bobbing his head. Yeah. As Post Malone, like, serenades him in the forest. I mean, it's not... It's not bad. Like, I went into it, it as, like, this is going to be bad. And it's weird, and I don't know how it came about, but it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's just, like, their choices baffle me. Yeah. Like, there's, like... If like Pokemon and Uniqlo, that was a partnership that made sense to me. Right. Just like Pokemon doing like a bunch of t-shirts with Uniqlo. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like two years ago, I think. All the shirts were really good. I owned mm-hmm. several of them. I always enjoy sense. a Uniqlo like branded licensed t-shirt. Every time I go there, I'm like, oh, let me they're check comfy. out. They're comfy. Yeah, they're comfy. They're good quality uh, yeah. cotton. And I've been like wearing the same pair of Uniqlo pants for like undisclosed amount of time because they just are very comfy and they don't wear at all. Right. It's beautiful. Um, but then like Pokemon and Levi's is the, is a collaboration that they announced for Pokemon day. Mm hmm. Who the fuck wanted that? I mean, I saw that. Who the hell gives a shit about Levi's? Me when I saw that like grass type themed denim jacket that I'll never own. Yeah, out, that like, was right like away. the only even remotely good looking. I'm going to go see, I'm going to see what's even of still available. To purchase right now. But, like, all the shirts look like shit. Yeah, my sister bought one, and, and then, she like, bought it. And like, musical collaborations, I'm like, I feel like you could do better than Post Malone, and apparently there's something with Katy Perry, but I never saw it come out. I mean, it's it's part, it's planned. It's it's another right. Post Malone-style musical collaboration, but it's not. Right, are they going to do a whole concert with her? Is it just going to be one track? Like, is I mean, it going to be you, another you, cover you, of, a, of a heralded 90s hit? You'd have to ask her, and I think she's busy. Okay. But um, see, the real question I'm asking is, why wasn't it Carly Rae Jepsen? Why wasn't it? And th- this is really, this is kind of or a like scary Ariana question. Or like Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande is also a relevant pop star, and she literally has an Eevee tattoo. 
I mean, yeah, I have to thank Ariana. I can safely guess maybe she was too busy. I don't want to say that Carly Rae isn't busy because um, she's she's always working on something. She amazing. writes 800,000 songs a year. So the reason I'm scared to ask that question is and I'm worried the answer would be that she didn't want to. And that hurts. No! That hurts. That would this hurt. Is, this is possible. I mean, obviously, that wouldn't change my love for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but you see that some of the songs from Disco Sweat leaked. Oh no, no, I will not listen to a leaked Carly Rae song. I won't. You're valid. Um, they are very unpolished. I'm. I'm but gonna, it's I'm like she said that she recorded she a disco album. Wait, she this is a Pokemon. This, this is a Pokemon podcast. This is a Pokemon podcast. Hey. I'm allowed to talk about Carly Rae Jepsen on any podcast. You're absolutely right, and I apologize. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, their brand collaborations have always kind of weirded me out a little bit. It's just like, it feels like you can make cooler decisions. And then, like, I, I just always think of, like, um, when, like, a lot of things were doing Amiibo compatibility, um, like, Pokemon never did any, like, other, like, cross-Nintendo stuff. Right, right. Like, you were able to use the Pokemon Amiibo in Mario Maker 1, but they didn't have, like, any custom sound effects or anything. They were just, like, you scan the Amiibo, you had the character, that's it. Like, there was no extra stuff with, like, Animal Crossing. Can you imagine how fucking cute a Pikachu villager would be? Don't get me started. I've thought about this for at least a non-zero number of hours. Every single person who likes both franchises has thought of this. And, like, at least half of those people have done fan art of it. Yeah. I'm looking at my Charizard Amiibo right now. It's... Actually, believe it or not, the only Amiibo I have on this desk at the moment. Wow. Um, How is your Amiibo collection? I feel like the last time we talked about your Amiibo collection was when we recorded episode one of Feels Good Man, the podcast. Oh, first of many excellent episodes, I'm sure, to come. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> I do still have my recording for that. I'm sure for I For sentimental do. reasons. I think I must have it somewhere. Um, uh, what, what, what the only the only collection of them I have that's complete is Pokemon. I will buy an, any Pokemon Amiibo as it comes out. I think that was uh, the last one. It just means I will buy a new Pokemon Amiibo every time it comes with Smash Bros. You know, I'm going to check the Nintendo store right now to see if there's uh, any Pokemon. I do like to have the Pokemon ones. The last one I bought I mean, was... Do you have Incineroar? Huh? Do you have Incineroar? I don't, and I should. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's a Pokemon Ooh, they're, one. They're that, selling... That uh, they're selling... Dodo Airlines themed bomber jackets. Ooh. That's pretty nice. That sounds sick. 80 bucks, so you know it's probably an okay quality. Probably not. I'm great. genuinely wondering if there's going to be another Pokemon added to uh, Smash Bros. in the DLC. Oh, there's God. two DLC slots I left. Not. You know, I try not to be a, a cop ever. Um, mm-hmm. Especially not about things like Smash Bros. But, um, yeah. I feel like adding another Pokemon will piss off more people than it'll please. Yeah, we've got um, But at the same time, I don't think that Nintendo necessarily cares about that. Oh, this Ivysaur uh, because- Amiibo is pretty good. Add to cart. Just kidding. I shouldn't be spending the money. But, uh, ooh, Squirtle, add to cart. All yeah, right. no, and, Squirtle, uh, Squirtle's ooh, good. I mean, I can't not have Cat Peach. You can't I, not have Cat I Peach. I have the image of I'm a, really glad that a, I've got you back into your habit. Yeah, I have the, the, the image of a horny loser to maintain, so I need to have Cat yeah. Peach. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. Um, I mean, that's uh, now it's 50 bucks of Amiibos. See, this is why I had to quit. This is why I had yeah. to quit Cold Turkey. That's the answer. I, I last one I bought was the hero, Dragon Quest hero, because I love that guy. Love that game. Yeah, he's cool. You know what? They should just get Dragon Quest team to make a Pokemon game. Let's just see how that goes. 
Yeah, they'd probably do a pretty good job. They'd probably do a pretty good job. I'm just like thinking about just the sheer amount of content in Dragon Quest XI, and then thinking about the fact that that it costs less than a Pokemon game. Oh, I mean, uh, just a PSA in case anyone needs it. Um, That game is on sale right now on the PlayStation Store, the definitive edition, which is Mm. the way to play it. Um, if you, I mean, that's that's the only one that's available on Switch, as far as I know. Yeah, is the definitive edition. I mean, I would buy it on Switch because I'm 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 loyal, but uh, and you know you can take it with you. But uh, Pokemon podcasts, Pokemon Pokemon podcasts. I mean, yeah, no, it's like that. That's that's something that people will bring up a lot when it's discussing like the 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 amount of content in Pokemon games. It's like I'm not necessarily looking for the supreme in depth. RPG experience that some people are looking for in their Pokemon games. No. Um, but you really can't argue with the fact that there are teams that make super expensive giant RPGs and they just and price them for less money. And they also don't always have something to do. So give them a Pokemon game for gosh sakes. I mean, sometimes they do it like that. Um, Nobunaga's ambition game. Pokemon yeah. Conquest. That game was cool. Like when it's a crossover or something, that's where you know they get a little bit loosey goosey and experiment. And uh, right. I actually didn't play that game, but um, I feel like you could apply Pokemon's one of those brands that you could apply a Pokemon filter to pretty much anything, and it would be at least be interesting. Yeah, um, well, it's like the last time they had someone do a Pokemon RPG that wasn't like them, and then the ones making the new one was when they had Genius Sonority make the two ones for the GameCube, which I maintain are some of the best Pokemon games. I mean, and deserve to be remade for the Switch more than anything else. Uh, but unfortunately, they've had uh, Genius Sonority trapped in the puzzle dungeon for like 15 years now. They are now on their third separate Pokemon puzzle no. game series oh, no. uh, with Pokemon Cafe Mix on the Switch. Oh, you know, rather I just, than giving me what I deserve and bringing back Mirror B. What whatever Mirror B is. Mirror B is a villain from Pokemon Coliseum and Pokemon XD, who is a tall, like, disco suit-wearing villain who has five Ludicolo <gasps> and on his team, and a giant Pokeball-shaped afro. I remember this guy. And this his theme is amazing, rules. and he deserves to exist again in a mainline Pokemon game, and that's why I think the next thing that Genius Sonority should do is remaking Pokemon Coliseum and XD, and possibly a third game in the same region. And putting these all in one package on the Switch. Well, it's a good thing we're recording this podcast right now because that way, when they listen to it, they'll just do that. Yeah, when they when they finally deign to hire me because, like, honestly, I deserve it. Right, and so do I. Just for the record, and uh, Game yeah. Game Freak Pokemon Company International. If anyone is listening, at like, this point, I've done so much work with Pokemon so Learn much sets work. that I so feel like work. I could confidently do the Pokemon Learn sets for an entire generation of Pokemon single handed. I have drawn every Pokemon, especially the ones in the EV Evolution line, so many more times than Ken Sugimori has at this point. Uh, <laughs> For paid commission work. Um, I'm doing another one right now. I thought I'd never do this again. I thought I'd never have to do another Pokemon commission again. And I say have to like it's unpleasant. It's not unpleasant. It's very pleasant. Very pleasant I like way. paying people to do Pokemon commissions. So, it's great because hey. everyone likes to draw Pokemon. Um, yeah. I, I haven't had those commissions open for quite a while. Um, luckily, Ooh. I haven't had to. Uh, but a previous client recently reached out to me and uh, asked for another. And I was like, well, why not? I'm not doing anything. Uh, yeah. That's money, so, baby. And then it's like a, all bug types. And I'm like, you know what? I love a challenge. Bugs are good. Bugs are good, but they're also like the most like uh, complex Pokemon to draw far and away. Yeah, and understandable. It's like, 
it's like uh yeah it's like eight of them so not even like a regular size team it's like seven oh dang seven and uh so that's what i got look, to look forward to uh that sounds like fun someone, it is fun it's, uh, it's drawing pokemon i'm not gonna complain so uh, uh, pokemon company international if you're listening and i know you are I can confidently draw seven or eight different bug type Pokemon fully evolved. Ooh. Fully evolved. And they'll look good. Yeah, this is our resume. Just uh, listen to us talk shit about you for roughly an hour and 20 minutes and then uh, decide that we know good and do hire of us. Do hire of us. Preferably you. Mm -hmm. I had to think about it. As long as I can work remotely. I don't want to leave Canada. I'm just looking at these Levi's jeans and they're bad. They're bad, bad, and all the shirts look bad. The the one that's not bad is the one that's not Pokemon branded in any way. So why is it on the Pokemon page? Don't worry about it. I guess it, they were just thinking about Pokemon when they made it. Yeah, they look like the Pokemon died and are haunting the genes. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like the one with the Gengar face on the butt. Um, and I kind of like right. the one where you can barely tell that those are Pokemon. Um... And that just reminded me, though, you know, one of the like branded Pokemon collaborations that was actually pretty good. Mm. Uh, that like Japanese band Bump of Chicken. They well, did that music video. Love Bump of Chicken. Would love to listen to their music someday. But I get enough out of the name of their band. Enough uh-huh. enjoyment. They did a music video. They did a song. The song's not about Pokemon as far as I can tell. Uh, but the music video um, is just like a little story told and there's just Pokemon everywhere. And they have like trainers from all the different regions popping up in the video and a lot of Pokemon popping up in the video. And it's like just like a really well animated video. And the collaboration is fun and they're clearly big fans because they promoted it and released it as a single. Um, Why didn't they call hasn't it? hasn't seen that. Bump of Torchic. Check that out. Well, I mean, because the, their band was already called that. Weak excuse. Yeah, I guess so. But uh, yeah, so I guess that's our that's our litany of opinions on most recent Pokemon an- uh, announcements. Um, you heard about this Pokemon I'm, Go? You, hmm? you heard about this Pokemon Go thing? Have you heard about? I just found out. I about. play Pokemon Go every single day of my life. Still to this day. Really? I played it for several hours today on like a six-year-old phone because my other phone was broken, and I ca- I caught a bunch of shiny Fletchling. Is it? And worth, now I have some shiny. Is Talon it worth plays. getting? back into if i have because i feel like you can pick it up anytime i'll never complete the pokedex so like what's the point you can get closer to completing the pokedex i guess is the best way to put it i've i've reached the point where there's like there's so many like regionals and like specifically gated pokemon or things that come out in certain events that it's like i just like see my progress towards it as always slow i think it's still worth uh getting into just because it's like it's another good excuse for going outside other than just the getting exercise is good for the human form. I feel like that's probably not true. Uh-huh. Have you tried lying in bed? That feels great. Uh, it feels great until everything hurts. Right, but then you just Which does go happen. to sleep. And this then... happens less if you walk regularly. I'm actually, I'm, I'm promoting, uh, what I'm plugging at the end of this episode is I'm plugging the concept of uh, just going outside and taking a little walk. I'll do you and, one better. Uh, maybe, I'll do you maybe. One better. Maybe playing um, Pokemon while you do it. You can play Pokemon Go while you're uh, while you're walking outside. Um, I'll do one better. I say, la- uh, strap on that that uh, the Poke Walker, the for uh-huh. Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Drop that in your pocket and go for a quarter mile run. A quarter mile 
feels great to run. Feels great to run. And uh, I don't know what a mile is. Oh. I live in civilization. Right. Well, if you're in um, the the uh, hellscape from the cover of the video game Doom, that was actually a picture of the United States of America. That's not a painting. Yes. Um, it is a photo. Yeah. So I live right underneath the little uh, the little crag where Doom guy is standing. And uh, what okay. I like to do is, yeah, I like to go out and I like to put on my Pokemon Walker and I like to run a quarter of a mile, um, which I guess would be like uh, a different measurement. <laughs> It'd be like 0. 0.4 kilometers. Yeah, there we go. I would have gotten there eventually. Wait, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. No, no, it's right. <laughs> okay. I knew it sounded right. And uh, yeah, just just uh, it's like walking, but you go a little bit faster and then yeah. uh, it feels worse. But then. Yeah. It feels better. And I've actually been doing that. I've been actually been doing that like twice a week. Nice. uh, Yeah. Sometimes I'll even go farther than that, like two or three miles. Dang. uh, Yeah. And then uh, you you can come home and then you've caught like an Eevee on your Poke Walker. And uh, you can transfer that to Pokemon Heart Gold or Soul Silver. And then transfer that to Pokemon Black or White or Black 2 or White 2. And then transfer that to Pokemon... X or Y or Omega Ruby or Alpha Sapphire or Sun Indeed. or Moon or just into Pokemon Bank is that Bank is that one yes and then to Pokemon Home and I then mean you, you have to transfer it to Pokemon Bank to get it into those other games so in just in just a few hours you can go from having had no exercise and no cool Pokemon to having had some exercise and uh cool Pokemon, if not several. I mean, and then there's... And a substantial amount of effort to get those to your new game. Right. And you know what? If Ring Fit Adventure has taught me anything, is that exerting physical effort makes video games more rewarding. So honestly, if you're you're looking for new Pokemon content to tide you over until uh, the release of these two, and I can't speak highly enough of these two games that they've just revealed, um... They they clearly look excellent, and anything that I that I've said that sounded less than enthusiastic about them um, was all the. Don't worry, I've already deleted it all. Right, it's all gone. Only your positive praise remains. What's what's gone? Don't worry about it. Exactly. Um, what if they so, made a version of Ring Fit that was just Pokemon? LinkedIn. Like they make Ring Fit. Oh, I thought you said LinkedIn. <laughs> I like, would never say LinkedIn. I would never say LinkedIn at all. Um, what if they just made Ring Fit but Pokemon? Instead of an extremely buff, sexy dragon, it's an extremely buff, sexy Lucario. I mean, e- extremely so buff, Lucario. sexy. Yeah, Lucario is redundant. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Someone you can. It's one of those Lucario is one of those character designs that I look at. I'm like, it's not overtly horny, but someone was horny drawing it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's the feet. That's how you tell. For me, it's the, the 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 hair, like the the tendrils. Tendrils. I wouldn't call them tendrils. They're more like clumps. They're more like. I I will I will spend a significant amount of time studying his design on Google Images with the safe search off, and I'll get back to you on that. Godspeed. Godspeed. All right. So I think we've reached the natural conclusions of this conversation. Yeah. We have discussed the new announcements. We've discussed some older announcements, and we've talked about Lucario. And whether or not his hair is made of flesh or if it's just fur. Now, the ribbons on Sylveon, those are all flesh, right? They're flesh ribbons? Yeah, because they're prehensile. Yeah, okay, so that is flesh. Just wanted to make sure that was clear. 
Right. Um, so, Kiko, is there anything that you would like to plug or any social media you would like to share? Do you wish for people to perceive you in any way other than this podcast? I was kind of this? hoping that this podcast would kind of be my simultaneous debut and retirement from any kind of public uh, image. But if you must find me, I'm at Royal Pizza Boy on Twitter and at Kiko B. Bell on Instagram. Um, I think those are correct. I'm reading them off of uh, my hand here, so it's possible. Do you have to write those back on there every morning? I do. And, um, yeah, because they just sweat right out. And, I, sleep, and right? I, I use a fountain pen, so it's both painful and washes off very easily. Yeah, that would happen. But if I, uh, if it's, if I don't do it every morning, I'm going to forget. Yeah, naturally. How, how are you supposed to remember your social media otherwise? I, there's no other place you could write it. I also have my social security number on here. Do you need that? Yeah, if you want to. Okay. It's, uh... All right, just going to censor that. And uh, so thank you for coming on the show. You're welcome. Um, my name is Matt. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at MattGCN. Uh, you can follow my other podcasts at... Uh, you can find them all at noisespace.xyz, which is also where this podcast itself is hosted. Uh, and many other good such podcasts that update far more frequently than this one, unless they're one of my other podcasts that I haven't updated since 2016. Or mine. As one does. Well, your your podcast, I do link to your podcast on there, but I do not like have the episodes of your podcast like individually linked. Someday, maybe you will. Maybe. Maybe if I have to do that, I will do it. If If you must. Um, if you know, I must, nobody got. They're pretty good them. episodes. I would highly recommend they're checking okay. out the okay. two existing episodes of Kid Fight. They're they're okay. I think Kid Fight, in hindsight, was a funny to me at three in the morning when I thought of it. Title: I would have gone with Ring the Bells. In hindsight, that is yeah. Um, but then that that indicates a call in aspect to the show, which would be even more of a cluster hug to absolute nightmare to yeah coordinate. So. Uh, if it ever comes back, it will be rebranded as Ring the Bells. You heard it here first. Um, All right. Probably with like a really like 1960s easy listening style theme song and maybe just one other sibling because. Just one at a time? Just me and someone else. Any of them. That's fucked up. Whatever. I don't think I could. I don't think I'd understand it if there wasn't. Uh, All six. If there wasn't six. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're probably right. Okay. Much to consider. All right, so I'm going to end this episode the way I usually end the episodes, by going to thanksbulbapedia.tumblr.com and uh, just reading out some stuff that they have on there. Please do. Uh, on, po- on May 10th, 2016, the Canadian government tweeted about the Pokemon franchise, asking followers which Pokemon they believe to be the most Canadian. Among the most frequent responses were Bidoof and Sawsbuck. One of those is much more flattering than the other. I know. I mean, Bidoof is cute. Bidoof is cute. Um... Oh, here's another one that's good. I don't actually know who this character is, but Alva is purely evil with no redeeming characteristics. I've been saying that for years, and yet we still have not canceled Alva. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for joining. Thank you Uh, for having me. I might record another episode sometime soon, and I might not record for another year. We never know. See ya! Bye.